Good morning. This is Michelle with Hills and Hot Flashes, the place where women over, over 50 share their stories, changes, and what's happening with their lives, such as menopause, technology, career, business, health and wealth, and even empty nesting. The podcast for women over 50 who are living extraordinary lives, where we come together, share, and celebrate each other. Now today I have with me a very special guest and although she is not at that ripe age, she is coming on through. Her name is Latrina Codwell. She is a well-known serial entrepreneur. She's an author, a speaker, a coach, She's um, has the best-selling book, I Am Her, which is currently available on Amazon and on her website, latrinacodwell.com. Now, she has been in the social services industry for over a decade, and she really pours in her heart through her coaching practices. She works on healing, relationships, family, mental health, chronic diseases, and she is really a pillar of her community and a leader. So even though I think that not only is she gorgeous, but she has a story of inspiration where she has gone through domestic violence. She has um, conquered that and coming out on the other side. Um, through that domestic violence, she helps with comfort and healing. Not only did she lose 350 pounds, 130 was of her own. The other 250, well, that was her ex. So as a visionary, she is here to help everyone be success within themselves and beyond. Latrina, Welcome to Hills and Hot Flashes. And I have been wanting you to be a guest for so long and just the timing wasn't right. And finally today we are here. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be a part of your podcast. Thank you. It's a pleasure. And you know, Latrina, one of the things that we talk about is through our menopause and some of the, the things that you can really do for yourself and how we can heal as, you know, as women through this process. And you are all about health care and self-care, right? So it is, you have a mentor program, you have self-care journals, and you really talk about putting yourself first because if you don't put yourself first, then you're not able to help others. So I really want to talk today about self-care and how that is so important for women today, not only for our mental health, but it helps with chronic pain and it helps with symptoms of menopause. So tell me, where did you get the journey to self-care? Well, it started about five years ago. I had an encounter with death. Um, this was during a time um, I was severely overweight. I was um, just un unhealthy. 
I was working very hard. I was a survivor, but I was not um, resting well. I just didn't take care of myself the way that we should take care of ourselves. So fast forward, I was driving. I fell asleep driving. Um, I was aware I had chronic sleep apnea, but I did not treat it. I didn't because I was not putting myself first. So I had my encounter where I fell asleep, woke up, and um, I realized at that point I needed to take my power back. It was like I was going to live or die. And that was my moment of putting me first. And it started right there with my encounter with death. So I started to take my power back. And that's where I found my love for self-care and self-love, which equals soul care. Wow. That is so. So let me hear this again. So you had a brush with death where you fell asleep at the wheel Mm -hmm. and woke up and said, "Okay, this is my second chance. I love that because so often um, we have things that happen with us and it 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 happens the opposite. We turn that spiral into depression and um, we start having, um, you know, really sadness about that. And what you did is you took your power and obviously you're a person that conquers things because being a survivor of domestic violence mm-hmm. uh, also tells me that you are a fighter and that you are a survivor. So you take back your power and you brought that into self-care. So now tell me what is self-care to you? Because for me, um, self-care, I used to think that a person was selfish if they were into self-care, right? Because Mm -hmm. as, as, as parents, as mothers, as sisters, as daughters, um, we have a tendency to take care. We're nurturing, so we take care of other people. So a person who took time just for themselves, it seems kind of selfish. So tell me how, what is self-care to you and how do you, um, as a woman, knowing that we are nurturers, how do we get that um, out of our brain or out of our mind that what we're doing is not selfish, Um, And that it is something that can help the family um, as a unit. Yes, yes. Well, I had the same thought processes as you did. Um, I used to think that it was selfish until I realized that the first word is self. Even in selfish, it's self. And I learned that if you don't take care of you and put you first, who's going to take care of you? How can you give so much to others and nothing is poured into yourself? So in the beginning of my journey, I thought that going to get my nails done or just spending time going to dinner or movies was self-care. As time went on, I realized that there's a difference between self-care maintenance, just like you maintenance your car, you have to maintenance yourself as well. So self-care for me is a lifestyle. It's checking in with myself every day, checking in with myself, checking in with my mental health, and just making sure that Latrina is okay. I, uh, we don't do enough of that. We don't do enough of taking moments and just checking in. 
We go through so much. There's so much going on in this world. We've lost so many people due to this icky virus. We've yeah. lost so many people due to the violence. It's just so much. So taking care of ourselves should be top priority more now than ever. So I'm really trying to help people understand the maintenance part of self-care and just self-care as a lifestyle as a whole. Because when you're checking in on yourself, automatically you're checking in on your mental health. Okay. I love um, that. Okay. I love that. So tell me, give me something that you can help my audience start self-care. Because again, our our mindset for so many years have been as women to take care of other people. And, um, you know, I know, and this is the reason I started this podcast. When I started going through perimenopause, I didn't, I, I, you know, I was, I started having low energy, low, you know, low libido. I had all these things that was, and I was having mood swings. And so I started to have all these things, but when you have to take the time to rest a little bit, sometimes we think that's self-care and that rest is not enough because we feel obligated to keep going. So mm-hmm. I give me and my audience one thing we can change that's that's that small because we have to take baby steps. Yes. In in a, a journey to healthcare. Now you have a journal. So tell me, what is that one step that you can tell us? Because some yeah. people can go on and get the journal on um, Latrina Codwell, but I want you to tell me and my audience just one little thing we could start that um, on our journey to self-care. Sure. Well, I also have a self-care ebook. And the ebook is all about um, self-care being a lifestyle. So one rule that I created, and I tried this rule for several months before I put it out to the public, is called the five by five rule. Very, very simple. Five minutes, five times a day. Think about it. It's 24 hours in a day. You should be able to spend 25 minutes on yourself. Break it up into five minute sections. Five minutes, five times a day. Have a cup of coffee, sit in silence, a quick podcast, a walk, five minutes, five times a day was one of my most simplest tips or techniques to add self-care to your lifestyle. I love that. Five Mm -hmm. by five, five minutes, five times a day. And you know what? That seems easy. That's attainable, right? I could do that. Because it's not all day. It's not a whole hour. It's not three hours. It is five by five. Audience, I am sure that this is a gem for all of you. Five minutes, five times a day. Now, do you count that down? Do you normally put a check mark by it or do you count in the morning? I know for me, I get up and I do my grateful, I, you know, things like that. But honestly, the five by five rule sounds like something I would love to do. Yeah. Um, give me, um, so that's the first thing. And so what do you think 
the end results come when a person has taken those five by five, um, you know, daily, what changes would we see in ourselves just in that 25 minutes a day? You will, I love that. I love this question. You will feel more peace. You will have more peace. You will have more control. And for me, I said reminders. So I've, I have reminders in my phone, alerts. Mm-hmm. And I have them seven days a week, 24 seven. I don't care if I'm on vacation, I'm off. My alarms still go off to alert me because it's a form of helping me stay on track and stay balanced because we have to help ourselves. You have to do the work. And that's an extra step of me doing the work to say that I want to live this lifestyle. I have to do my part to make sure that I'm staying on track for this lifestyle. So it has brought a sense of peace to me. I have like clarity in some situations because when I let my mind be calm, things are answered for me. It gives me that time with God spiritually. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that can be added to your life when you have self-care as a lifestyle. Ooh, I love that. So you you brought up another point. Um, you know, so often, especially when we're talking about the times that's happened in our lives now, and mm-hmm. um, and we've gone through so much um, where we we have we've had the pandemic, we've had, there were so many losses during this last year, but we also saw things like George Floyd and other things Mm -hmm. that has happened in our communities. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and you are a mother, you're a wife. I I never, uh, you know, uh, now with uh, a a great partner. And so tell me, have though the people that you've come around as far as your intimate family, have they noticed the changes in you? Now, I know physically they could see that the 130 pound weight loss. Now that's incredible. I want to say congratulations on that. Um, you know, uh, that's, that's part of self-care, right? Getting up every day and making sure you make the right choices to yes. put in your body. That Mm -hmm. is also self-care. But why I'm saying that this last year, we've gone through so much. Through that process, has the people that you're closer to, um, have they adopted these practices? And is it a family um, affair or is it just something that you do? Well, you know how you can lead a horse to the water, but you can't make them drink? Yes, that applies to my family as well. So for me, um, the more I'm seasoned in life, I understand that I can present it, but you have to drink it on your own. Mm-hmm. So I realized that being a role model and really, really letting God shine through me and really walking in my purpose is for other people as well. So my goal is hopefully they'll pick it up. They do a little bit here and there, but they don't fully live it the way I do. Um, I don't know if people really are taking themselves as serious. So all I can do is be a role model and an example and motivate and inspire them. But hopefully they'll pick it up. But most of them, no, they don't. They're still busy. 
They're still overworked. And I tried my best to pick it and push it in them. But it has to be something that you want to do. You have to want to take your power back. You have to make that first step to say, I'm putting me first. And whomever is ready to do that, that will open the door for them to start to love themselves completely and take care of themselves. So, no, it's just really something that I do and a lot of my clients do and people that want that lifestyle. Right. So, um, you know, it is said that, you know, um, that we have more negative thoughts in our head than we do positive thoughts on a daily and you know i know that for a lot of women whom are going through uh anything from um women have had hysterectomies um, Mm -hmm. we have perimenopausal we have all these things that is in a pivotal time in our lives and um so when we're doing this health you know, when we're, we're thinking about our health, when we're thinking about our mental state, because a lot of people don't really, um, you know, understand that health and mental health are part of one and the same. Mm-hmm. And um, it is hard because our negative thoughts keep coming back. And that's why sometimes as a person who's trying to lose weight, it's easier to pick up the candy bar than it is to eat the carrot, right? Because that's just who we are. What are some of the things that you can tell us that we can do to keep the negative thoughts and to keep pushing through? Because that was a little bit ago and you've lost weight. Now, I, I, I you know, so that's been a little bit ago. So how do you keep yourself saying um, positive things to keep going? And I wanted to add to the audience that don't know that although you're you're a survivor, you are now doing such extraordinary things and you also have a great partner now. So, um, I, you know, how do you keep, how do you keep yourself going in saying, you know what, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to be positive because we can go back and get into a ball and get really sad um because we did eat that candy bar right so some of us who have these hormonal changes the candy bar makes you feel better but then in the end it makes you feel worse after you've eaten it so what are a technique you can also tell us that we can do uh to keep the negative thoughts out of our head and stay focused and positive on self-care and mental health well To be honest with you, I have a made-up mindset. So as I am in my self-care journey, I understand that I have to make the conscious choice that I choose me first. So for me, it's already embedded inside of me, but that came from self-love every day and me taking one step, applying that five-by-five rule, doing research. I started to research self-care. I started to understand more of who I am and accept who I am and walk in alignment with my purpose. And that was another big thing for me that enhanced my self-care. Once I was fully aware of who I am and where I'm going and what I'm doing in my life, that made self-care even more important for me because I understand it's more, not more just about Latrina. It's about Latrina and everyone else. I'm doing this for everyone, for God. So it's, it's, 
it's so different for me. It's a mindset for me. I love that. So in other words, um, we need to get your books. We need to, uh, we need to connect with you because that is what what is hap what is happening. And you know what? I, I you know I I'm gonna say this. Part of self care is actually women empowerment and things like yeah. that. And um, I want right now my listeners to know that you and I right now are co-authoring a book and it'll be coming out. I just want you guys to be aware. Um, but that is something that, um, uh, you know, I, one of my dreams, things I've always wanted to do, I wanted to tell my story. So I thank you for that opportunity. And guys, keep looking out for our book. And the book is entitled. Yes. You're going to say. Walking in your purpose. Walking in your purpose. And yes. so I, um, you guys, I just wanted to say that I want people to really support because it really is life changing. Um, part of my journey, um, and you know, I don't really talk a lot about my journey, but part of my journey was um, I always wanted to to tell my story, and then I meet such a wonderful person um, Latrina and, um, encourage me to, to help out in this book. So I just wanted to tell, um, the audience that that is on a side note, but I do want to say in conclusion, um, tell me, um, one last thing about, um, self-care and that is what are some things that you can suggest to, uh, everyone who's listening, what we can do, what are things that are self-care? Because you said at the beginning, I thought getting my nails done was mm -hmm. self-care, but that's not it. And so that's what people think of self-care. So give us what self-care is in, in a nutshell, and also tell us some suggestions of what might be uh, self-care that we don't even know uh, we are not aware that that might even be self-care. Yes. First, self-care is addressing and taking care of your mental, your emotional, your physical, and your spiritual health on a regular daily basis. That is what self-care is. So it's anything that will make you feel better, that will enhance your spirit. So it can be meditating, it can be sitting in silence, it can be taking a walk, anything that gives you an opportunity to love on yourself is a form of self-care. And think about it, if you spend 24 hours overworking yourself and don't take one moment to slow down and just take a breather, that is very unhealthy and that's what leads us to burnout in our careers in our marriages, in, in, in anything that we're doing, if we don't pump the brakes and take those few moments every day to check in on yourself. So for me, it's every little thing. I always go back to the little things, taking a walk, taking your mind away from the computer for a little bit, put your phone down, go off social media for a day or a few hours, take a break, have a cup of coffee and look out the window and just listen to the birds chirping. Self-care is just really enjoying you and having that peace. 
for that moment that we need every day. So that is self-care for me. So the maintenance is great. I love going to take care of me. I love even getting my makeup done. I love pedicures, manicures, massages. That's great. That's maintenance. That's things that we're supposed to do every so often. But self-care should be every day. It should be a complete lifestyle where you just know every morning I'm going to get up. Create a ritual. Create a routine. I get up and I spend a couple minutes with me every day. Whether it's prayer, whether it's reading, whether it's just sitting in peace and just saying, thank you for waking me up today, Father. It's a new day. It's a new attitude. You know, having a healthy mindset. Check in with you in the beginning. Check in with you throughout the day. Check in with you before you go to bed. Journal your thoughts out throughout the day. There's so many things you can do to enhance living a self-care lifestyle. And it's the little steps that matters the most. Ooh, I love that, <laughs> Latrina. You are spitting gems. And yeah. um, everyone, I first of all, uh, uh, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast today. Um, and that you have really enriched not only my life, but I'm sure my listeners' lives as well. Um, again, anybody who is interested in knowing more about Latrina and what she can offer in self-care, go to latrinacodwell.com. And remember, you're listening to the Hills and Hot Flashes podcast. This is a place where women over 50 share stories about the changes in their lives, menopause, technology, careers, business, health, wealth, even empty nesting. The podcast for women over 50 who are living extraordinary lives where we come together, we share stories and we celebrate each other. This is Michelle and thank you for tuning in. Thank you.